Well, good morning, New Hope. Glad that you're here this morning in person. And those who are online, welcome to the family of God here at New Hope Community Church. As we start off a new series in March here, and as you've seen and heard, Hands to the Plow. And it is a month of a giving initiative or capital campaign to continue to be faithful and paying down our mortgage here in Cambridge. This is the only debt we have, and I'll get into some of the explanation a little later on. If you're new here, if you're a visitor, this uh, conversation over today and this month is really for those who call New Hope home, and we do invite you to call this place home, but it will be a great month to get a picture of what New Hope is all about. So last Thursday, we were over at the Leader Restaurant in Cambridge here, and we were doing a video trailer. We were shooting a video trailer for our Easter theme called The Reservation. And as we were shooting that, I saw on the wall this picture, and it said this, if you ate today, thank a farmer. And I'm like, how appropriate, especially during this series I love the quote by Brenda Schopp. She says, my grandfather used to say that once in your lifetime, you need a doctor, a lawyer, a policeman, and a preacher. But every day, three times a day, you need a farmer. You think about that, right? The reality of that is so true. And how does that take place where the world is fed? The world is fed because farmers keep their hands to the plow, right? So when it comes to plowing, Jesus had something to say. He was talking in the Gospel of Luke about those who are interested in following him. And he makes this statement in Luke 9.62. Jesus replied to them, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. So this short statement about plowing is packed with five bigger statements from our Lord Jesus. And the first statement is this. We are all involved. We're all involved. Right away, Jesus uses the two words, no one, right? These words, no one, is very often used by Jesus in his teaching to introduce a general principle that applies to everybody. So in this phrase, he was not talking to his inner circle of disciples. He was talking to the public in general when it came to this idea of plowing, this idea of hey, this is what it looks like if you're going to follow me, okay? This work involved. second big statement then out of this short statement is there is work involved. He says, no one puts his hand to the plow. Oh boy, there's work involved. When he says puts his hands to the plow, he's saying that person is deciding to plow and not to do something else. They're not putting their hands to a tennis racket. They're not putting their hands to a golf club. They're not putting their hands to a remote. They're not putting their hands to a Starbucks coffee. They're putting their hands to 
the plow, right? They have this focus, this attention that they are giving. You know, some people have this understanding that becoming a Christian is simply a matter of having a certain religion that you embrace and that you just find comfort from and there's nothing called of you. But yet that's not what Jesus is describing here. He's describing that, hey, there is work involved in following me. You know, as a kid growing up in our house, you know, I loved it when my parents provided my daily bread needs. But I didn't like it so much when they proclaimed my daily chores <laughs> around the house that I needed to do, right? Hey, I like the daily bread stuff, you know, cocoa puffs and, you know, the ice cream and all those things they provide in that. But when they came out with the daily chores, it was like, hey, not so much. Sometimes we think of that as well as, following Christ, it's like, hey, just take care of me, take care of me. But yet he says there's some work involved. In James 2.17, James says, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. It's dead. I love the little scribbled uh, quote or conviction on a truck I saw at Walmart when I was getting gas a few weeks ago. This young couple pulls in, this hot new truck and that. But on their window, there was scribbled in like window paint this saying, I don't want to hear about your values and beliefs. Show me your actions. And I was like, wow, that's interesting, you know, that they had write that on their truck as a statement of what they believe or what they want to see around them in their world, right? So Jesus is saying, hey, listen, when it comes to hands to the plow, everyone's involved. There's work involved. But the third specific statement is, hey, there's specific work involved. He's talking about plowing here. He's not talking about doing something else. He's talking about plowing. Plowing is necessary for planting and for getting produce. It's the first step in producing any kind of harvest. And typically, it's the hardest step, especially that back in his culture. Now, today, obviously, they have, you know, big tractors, GPS, and then just, but back in the day, actually hands to the plow and leaning into it, right? And so plowing is necessary for planting and getting produce. Here at New Hope Community Church, we have been plowing since 2004 and have seen produce come in, life's changed, people come to know Jesus, and we desire to see more and more because our vision has always been to see East Central Minnesota filled with the presence of Jesus. And the way we get there is through our mission, which is to develop passionate followers of Jesus. And Jesus is saying, listen, those who follow me, who are passionate, are going to be plowing. When Jesus resurrected from the dead, he went and he was among his disciples. They were locked in this upper room and he came to them and he revealed himself to them. And after revealing himself to them, he said this in John 20, 21. He said, 
as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. What is he saying there to the disciples, to those who followed him? He's saying, listen, as the Father sent me to do the work and to reach people with the good news of the resurrection and the forgiveness of sin, now I'm sending you out to do it because I'm going back to my Father. But now I'm sending you out. So as the Father sent me, so I'm sending you. And what is the work? What is the plowing he has called us to do? It's what he was plowing. In Luke 19.10, it said, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. That is what we are called to do here at New Hope Community Church. We're all involved. There's work involved, but there's specific work involved, and it is going out and reaching East Central Minnesota and beyond with the good news of Jesus Christ. Those who do not know him, allowing them to know him as Savior and Lord. But here's the challenge. Jesus talks about the challenge in this short statement. He brings out this big statement. The challenge is, number four, there are distractions involved. There are all kinds of distractions involved. Because he says, hey, they put their hands to the plow and don't look back. There's not distractions. They, they keep their focus forward. They, they keep their eyes on the goal ahead. You know, you talk to any farmer and as they're laying down a, a furrow or the, the trench, the furrow for planting seed, that they have to keep their eyes ahead on the field. And visiting with one farmer, they said oftentimes in the old days, you know, they would put a stake at the end of the field and sometimes they'd just put an empty, uh, you know, fertilizer bucket over that stake and they'd keep their eyes on that stake so that they would have a straight furrow. They wouldn't take their eyes off. And Jesus is saying, hey, you're not looking over here, you're not looking over there, you're not thinking of the past. You're not thinking of what you got to do later on. You're, you're keeping your eyes focused. Because why? It's difficult. It's so hard. When I was working on my doctoral dissertation, people would ask me all the time, how do you keep doing that? How do you keep, and it was six years and running, you know, it's like, how do you keep it up? You know, and that, well, I told them, I said, every day there were a thousand little things and five big things that I could find to do <laughs> instead of research and write every day, Right. We get so easily distracted. And sometimes if something's difficult, like plowing, we want to get distracted. Oh, I better go do that. You know, I better go do that. I better clean that closet out I haven't cleaned for 35 years, right? You know, it's like, who thinks of that, right? But we get distracted. And Jesus makes this statement about being distracted. And so he's saying, we're all involved. There's work involved. There's specific work involved in this plowing. It's reaching lost people, bringing them into relationship with me. And we get distracted by it. So that's why he's saying, hey, keep your hands on the plow, look forward. And he says, lastly, with this, number five, there are expectations involved with plowing, with following Jesus. He says, anyone who looks back isn't fit for the service in the kingdom of God. There's this expectation that he's calling us to maintain focus, to work, and to keep our hands to the plow. Jesus expects us to keep plowing. And when it comes to 
a giving initiative like a capital campaign to continue to pay down a mortgage, it's not exciting at all. It's not like, hoo-hoo, yippee. But what it is, it's literally keeping our hands to the plow, maintaining our faithfulness, and continuing the ministry that God has called us here in East Central Minnesota and beyond. And by doing that, we see fruit. There's an old traditional African spiritual called gospel plow. The the word gospel means good news. Why? Because the good news is Jesus came, died on the cross, rose again, so that we can be forgiven our our sin and be made right with our heavenly father. There's bad news. The bad news is sin. That's why there's such good news with Jesus. And it's called this gospel plow, or sometimes it's called hold on. And some of the words say this, well, I got my hands on the gospel plow and I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Keep your hands on that plow of God Hold on, hold on. Keep your hand on that plow, hold on. And this is a picture of this faithfulness. And I want to share with you a video story of a couple here at New Hope who've been with New Hope since the get-go. Jerry and Marilyn Fromm and, and what they've experienced here and their faithfulness to keeping their hands on the plow year after year after year and the importance of it. Let's watch this video. Hello, I'm Jerry, and this is my wife, Marilyn. And we attend uh, New Hope Community Church, and uh, we've been here for about, about 20 years. Then we had heard that New Hope wanted to make passionate followers for Jesus Christ, and that was the that was the key that drew us here because that's what our vision and our dream was. And the thing that really uh, was interesting to me to see during this time was that uh, New Hope never lost its focus. I think through all the changes and all the uh, um, difficulties or challenges that we had, it always stayed focused on what our vision was, and that was to, uh, to make passionate followers of East Central Minnesota. We always put, we always focused on Jesus. Jesus was always um, uh, our guide, you know. He was, as long as we kept our eyes on Him and kept our hands to the plow and, and worked hard, that I believe that's what got us to the point that uh, we're at right now. So we'd, we'd, we would go out into the community and we would pray for people and we would help at the food shelf and we would go into the jail and we would um, take care of the widows and the sick and the orphans and the homeless. It was just an exciting time and it was, an, it was everyone was excited and wanting to grow in this, uh, in this uh, mission together. And we saw a lot that was done, but we know that we still need to put our hands to the plow and move forward because there's still a lot to be done. We know that money was important to Jesus. He talked about that probably more than anything else. And so we decided that we were going to give as generously as we can give and continue to give until 
we see the kingdom built as big as we as a New Hopers can make it. For myself, I was, I was uh, really at struggle for a long time struggling with tithing and uh, it didn't until I got here. But when I started putting it to the church and giving it back to God, he, he really moved, you know. And I, I think about the Lord's Prayer. I just love to say the Lord's Prayer. And, and the part where he says, give us this day our daily bread. You know, we're at the point of our time in our life that that's all we care about. Give us our daily bread. I would encourage everyone to give because we can't ever outgive God. And he's always, always giving back a hundredfold. We're a mature church. You know, we're a guiding light here in this community. Jerry and I often walk downtown and we used to work for the city of Cambridge and we would hear comments from all over. Call New Hope if you need help because they'll, they're there to help you. They'll find a place for you to live or they'll pay for your gas or they'll do this. They'll, they'll be there to pray for you if you're in trouble. New Hope is a community church and that's exactly what we want to be. If you've never tithed before, if you've never given to a, a, a campaign, try it once and just see how it goes. You know, it's just no limit to what God can do for us as a church. A true picture of just maintaining, keeping our hands to the plow in season and out. When you came through the door as a family, you received a brochure that looks like this. I'd like you to grab that brochure. If you're online, you'll get a picture of it here coming up for you. Obviously, I just want to walk through it briefly here, but you got your front page, which gives you our theme of our giving initiative, hands to the plow. If you open that up, you'll see on top, Middle page, there's a history of New Hope Community Church. You can read that later on. And then there's this letter uh, from me, this little bit of a, a statement from me. And I just want to read one paragraph in there. It's the fourth paragraph down, and it says this. These added funds will be focused. So this giving campaign, 100% will go towards paying down our mortgage will be focused 100% on paying down our mortgage in Cambridge, which I realize doesn't sound exciting. It's like our home mortgage or car payment or loan, student loan. We don't like payments, but we do like the fact that we have a home, a car, an education that we benefit from every day. This is like our church buildings. We don't like paying for a mortgage, but we like the fact that on any given week, we have hundreds of people who are invited to the church building to worship, hear about, and grow in relationship with Jesus. That is a benefit we are using right now and one that helps us reap an eternal benefit. And so if you just go down from there to the bottom of the page and look at the impact during COVID, right now the number of people coming through our buildings on a weekly basis for worship, recovery, youth, training are 387 people on a weekly basis. Isani, Bram, Cambridge. We have an online presence of 537 people on average that view our service weekly online. We have 29 hope groups, small groups that meet throughout the week. Spiritual friendships, one-on-one -on -one discipleship, mentorship. We have 29 or 39 of those going. We had 162 new visitors over this COVID time. We have more Facebook followers. 
We support 25 missionaries. That's our beyond, where we have missions going throughout the world. We have 18 local partners, other nonprofits that we partner with, Family Pathways, New Pathways, Homeless Shelter, those kind of things. We've been shooting Daily Hopes regularly every morning at 9 o'clock. You can go on and, and have a three, four-minute devotional from a staff person. We're still adding volunteers even during these days, 11, and we still see salvations, two salvations, three baptisms over this COVID time. If you look at the... Left-hand side of that brochure, there's testimonies from individuals and from community individuals as well. There's one from the superintendent, Nate Rudolph, in town here when we provided all the employees at the schools in our district here a thank you card for serving and also a caribou card with that. And they said, I want to thank you for New Hope Community Church for the very generous donation of the gift cards to our staff. It provided a much appreciated bright spot in the week and sent a strong message of caring and support to our team. Thank you so much for all that you do as a church to lift up others throughout our community and sharing such good news, such goodwill to many. We greatly value our relationship and are humbled by your generosity. New Hope Community Church desires to continue to influence the community. If you open up your brochure in the middle, the very middle part talks about our financial position. And it talks about our mortgage that was 2.1 in 2015 and today stands under $1 million at $998,000. It gives a picture of us being faithful in paying down on those things that we are responsible for, all right? And underneath there, there's financial accountability. How are we accountable for the finances that you provide? And you can look that over. But then to the right of that on the brochure, it talks about what's our part. And I'm asking you, New Hope, to pray about what God would call you to do to help continue to reach East Central Minnesota and beyond. Underneath there, it talks about the possibilities of things that you could decrease in your life or delay or do more of or donate, whatever it might be. And then it has a giving chart, my part. Now we could say, well, we're just going to divide it up with the number of people that give at New Hope Community Church, and here's your responsibility over the next two years. But we recognize that people have different giving abilities. And so on that chart, we have everything from uh, $50,000 over the next two years down to $100 over the next two years that someone might be able to give and how many people we need to give in those areas to reach our goal of $450,000 over the next two years, which basically almost cuts our mortgage in half this next two years, but also talking about over this month. On the back side of that brochure, then, just as a reminder of our vision and our mission and our, our scripture, the people that we are called to run after here at New Hope, the poor, the broken, the captives, the prisoners, and how we love all people regardless of their messiness. And so in that brochure, there is a giving card pretty self-explanatory, but I'm asking you to take this, to pray over it over this month of March, and then by Easter Sunday to mail it in or throw it in the giving box, whatever you would like to do. But consider putting your hands to the plow and let's plow together. 
You know, they always say, hey, more hands make light work, right? And it is so true. And so I invite you to put your hands to the plow and let's plow together and maintain faithfulness in reaching East Central Minnesota and beyond with the good news of Jesus, as Jesus has called us to. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that you have saved us. And we thank you, Lord God, that you have called us to be part of now going out and sharing the good news and bringing salvation to others in East Central Minnesota and beyond. And we pray that we, as a people, would keep our hands to the plow in every area of our life, even our financial means that you have provided for us. And so I pray favor over each one here as we all pray and look at how we can keep our hands to the plow. In your holy name, amen.